Welcome to episode 5 of the QC Wrestle Podcast with Rob Hill and Jay Zyman. Our guest today is Jay Schwarm. This is a good one, folks. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're here with uh, Jay Schwarm from UNI, UNI Senior. Uh, Jay was a three-time NCAA qualifier at UNI, a two-time Iowa High School State Champion from Bettendorf High School, uh, was a, a three-time uh, state finalist at Bettendorf, so a uh, superstar uh, wrestler. Um, this year, he was the NCAA Division I Fall Award winner with 16 falls in, at D1, uh, 17 if you include one uh, non-D1 uh, fall, so awesome job. On a, on a pretty darn good UNI team. You guys ended up the year uh, ranked number 10, I think, by the open mat. So a really good team. And, Appreciate uh, it. We, uh, we're excited to have you. Thanks for joining us. Yep, no problem. Happy to be here. Hey, uh, so we're going through some really crazy times right now, Jay, with, uh, with this uh, you know, uh, pandemic going around. Uh, what are you doing to get yourself uh, through it, and how are you staying sane through this time? I mean, it's hard because uh, – don't have a job, obviously, and my class load is pretty low. I'm in, I was in one online class already, so that hasn't changed at all. And then I was in one other class, so that's obviously online now. So not much academically as far as my day goes. So I've been trying to keep myself busy. I'm trying to get a routine going. I try waking up at 7.30 every morning, you know, having my coffee, try reading as much as I can, and then watching some TV, you know, just kind of getting my morning routine down. I would be watching my usual sports shows that I like to watch. Uh, like during the season, I do that every morning after I work out or whatever, but there's no sports on, so you can't really catch up on too much right now. So, but uh, yeah, just been trying to push myself to read more and obviously play some Xbox with the guys. I got to stay connected to all the guys scattered around the state right now. So, you guys playing uh, Call of Duty? Uh, I, I couldn't get myself to buy Call of Duty because I feel like this is going to be like my last year of playing a lot of Xbox. So I just stick with the 2K, which I already had, and then Fortnite because it's free, you know. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. What, uh, what book are you reading right now? Uh, I'm, one, I'm reading uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, I think is what it's called. I'm about halfway through it right now, so. That's a really good one. Uh, yep. I actually listened to the audiobook, and then um, my wife yelled at me, and she's, one time she was mad at me, and she's like, I thought you just read that book about how to win friends. You're not doing that here right now. So I was like, okay, I better read it again. Yeah, <laughs> use it against you. Yep, yep. Uh, so obviously a huge bummer. Um, we feel um, for all you guys who, who missed out on this NCAAs, can we talk just a little bit about, like, what you went through? How, what, what where were you, I guess, when you heard that NCAAs was canceled, and what were your thoughts? Um, well, I saw some tweets before it would have been, I think, that Thursday it was. Before practice, I saw some tweets and some wrestling community people talking about how it's canceled and how it's for for sure thing. But it's like, yeah, but, like, my coaches haven't told me anything yet, so whatever. Like, it's, you know, something must be happening. So we go to practice. I'm putting all my, I put all my gear on, you know, my shoes are taped up. We're sitting in practice and then Doug comes in and you could kind of just tell that it's about to not be a fun talk. And uh, he talked and gave a big talk and our coaches gave some talks and some teammates talked and, you know, it was quite emotional. A lot of people were crying and whatnot. And it was just, 
a really weird time. I mean, it felt like I was in a movie almost. Like you don't really plan for those moments at all. Uh, just kind of hits you unexpectedly. And it was pretty emotional having the whole team there. And then like we were there at practice and then it's just canceled. And Doug's like, well, you guys can stick around if you want. And it's like, oh, like I didn't know what to do. I just got up and left and I had stuff in the laundry and I threw it in a cart and I just drove home because it's two hours away from home. And I was like, I just need to get out of here for a little bit, clear my head. And, but yeah, it was, it was not a fun day for sure. Such a terrible, such a, it's, it's such an unfortunate thing. And uh, I want to say I, I, on behalf of a lot of us, you know, we, we were really looking forward to watching you and we were sorry that that uh, unfortunate timing, man. And, I think unfortunately a lot of people are losing a lot of things right now and hopefully hopefully we all recover quickly. The one positive I guess and it doesn't I know it probably doesn't feel good and it doesn't for anyone is as a wrestler. I've heard people say this and I think it's probably true. Wrestlers are used to dealing with adversity and 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 life is tough and you know you learn how to get through, you know, tough wrestling practices and I don't think it makes it any easier really but uh if anyone's well equipped for disappointment and you know tough times, I guess wrestling does help with that a little bit. But. Yeah, I think that's true for sure. And Doug's always given life life lessons. Uh, Doug Schwab, my coach, is always given life life lessons before practices, and you know he kind of talks about perspective and whatnot. And for a few days, it was kind of feeling down for myself, a little selfish, and something got taken away from me, and then. You start to watch the news and look what's going around the world right now. I mean, having seven days of my career cut short is, I mean, not that big of a deal in the long run of things. It's unfortunate for sure, but people are losing jobs, losing a lot of money and uh, getting sick, obviously. So um, just keep in perspective that I'm pretty fortunate to have a healthy family and uh, have my health as well. So that's really what I'm kind of thinking about right now. Sure. Sure. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm going to move us on to a little lighter note here uh, right now, Jay, but can, let's talk about uh, your start. When did you start wrestling? Where did you start up your wrestling uh, career? How old were you? Um, I think I was about five or six. My dad took me to, the, to Pleasant Valley, and I remember – oh, I don't remember, but there's pictures of me and Travis Willers rolling around, another QC alum, um, state champ and whatnot. But, uh, and then I – kind of started getting into it seriously about fourth grade. My dad was driving me up to Loris at the time where Eric Jurgens was coaching uh, his club out of. And yeah, I saw you guys talk to him uh, a little bit ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I started taking it pretty seriously about third or fourth grade in that Young Guns. And then uh, they moved to Moline, and I followed them to Moline, and then finally Augustano. Awesome. Um who were some of the wrestlers that you looked up to sort of role models or who helped to kind of influence your style growing up? Um, I wrote, I wrote some of these guys down cause I don't want to leave anyone out. Um, I've been very fortunate in my life to have great coaches, um, guys who are super passionate and have a lot of credentials on their resume. Like I said, Eric Jurgens, Tanner and Ryan Warner out of outlaw, all the Trezinos, Joey, Nick and Mark, of course, Dan LeClaire, Dan Knight, Pete Bush, all the Bettendorf dads, the Gallagher's, the Hernandez's, Glenn's, Coach Wagner, obviously, and then my UNI coaches. So I've been pretty fortunate enough to have a lot of guys who have a lot of great credentials on their resume and 
the guys who didn't are so passionate and know so much that, you know, they really uh, added in my style. But I would say, like, guys I watched a lot were, like, Askren. And as I got older, a lot of my top stuff came from, like, Alan Waters. So a lot of Mizzou guys, uh, as it turns out, kind of had the style I was looking for. Sure. One of my uh... – I guess maybe not favorites, but uh, it, an interesting thing you just mentioned, Alan Waters, uh, was it uh, was he wrestling Thomas Gilman when yeah. Gilman kind of slammed him? In the back arch, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I remember watching that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, most of most of us, uh, you mentioned a lot of coaches, but most of us have a, like a go-to coach. Who is uh, that one coach that you could always, you know, pull this side, you talk, you could work out things, you know, if things weren't going right in the room, uh, he was your go-to man. At you and I? Yes. Uh, that would probably be Cruz Aras, who's our strength and conditioning coach. And then he had the Immortal Wrestling Club, which is a kid's club up there. And then he helped out with us as well. He was kind of my day-to-day -day guy. But um, also Doug, I was very close with. He'd come over to the house. Uh, I'd have like a bad practice. And he'd come over to the house and check on me because I'd be pretty pissed off or whatever. Um, but, yeah, those two kind of I could talk about whatever with. And I'm a pretty open person with all my coaches. I like being pretty authentic and making sure they know what I need or what I want. And I think that's how you get the best training from the coaches and, like, I'd like authentic feedback from them as well. I like that. Um, so uh, growing up, uh, did you do a lot of freestyle or Greco wrestling in the off season? Yeah, no Greco. I was not not good throwing, but I did a lot of a lot of freestyle. Um, obviously, just to keep training in the summers, it was kind of just more of a relaxed feel in the summer, and I kind of liked that. So I always did the Fargos and the summer stuff. I think it's super important to do, even if you're doing other sports as a kid. Um, to do freestyle, whether you're training it very hard or not, but just to keep training wrestling. Who is your the toughest coach? You've had a lot of awesome coaches for sure, mm -hmm. but who would you say was like the toughest one uh, that you ever wrestled for? Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, all the all the coaches are tough. I mean, obviously the Mark Trezino, Nick Trezino, and Doug Schwabs are probably the top three. Making those guys angry is not fun and they can make practices very hard. I would say probably the Nick Trezino relationship was the weirdest because it's like, he's really young. Um, and I'm like in high school about to graduate and he's putting me through stuff, but we're like kind of friends and go out to eat and stuff. And then he's putting me in wags through things and we get mad at him or whatever. And then he would just get mad and beat the crap out of us. And then after he's done doing that, hey, you guys want to go eat? And it's like, no, I don't want to go eat with you. You know, you just <laughs> made me go through hell for two hours. But, yeah. <laughs> we, we just spoke with him the other day. He had great things to say about you and Wags. It was uh, uh, some really good stories, too. Yeah, I appreciate all that he's done for me, and he's a good friend now, obviously. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> So if you could go back in time right now, Jay, and uh, give yourself advice as a high school wrestler, what advice would you give yourself and, and what direction would you tell, tell yourself back then to go? Um, I would tell myself just to 
double down and tell myself that you're going to figure it out. Cause I think some of that transition into college um, from going to high school to where it was, I was pretty successful. Um, like in the room, I would beat up most guys or whatever. And then you go to college and it's like, you don't even know who some of these guys are. They're like third string guys and they're beating the crap out of you. And it's like, you're supposed to be this. I want to be that. And that's, it's frustrating, but you know, you, you figure it out you double down, you keep doing the stuff you need to do and you do it more. And um, that's probably what I tell myself, which I ended up figuring out, but I wish I didn't figure that out my fourth and fifth year. I wish I would have figured that out like my third and second year. What, um, what would you say would be one of the bigger, um, one of the tougher transitions for a high school wrestler going into college? Um, I would probably say the partners is probably the most, uh, it's probably the biggest difference because there's really no breaks. I mean, I had obviously a great uh, high school team and great teammates there, but some days were easier than others. And there's really not many easy days in the in the college room. I mean, even the guys that don't see much mat time are still really tough. And if if the coaches see that you didn't have enough tough day, they'll come over and give you a tough day. So, um, but I, I really like the training in college probably the most out of all of my training just because of how it was structured. How was, what, um, could you give us an example? Like what was the difference in structure? Um, yeah, like stuff just was different. I think some of the high school stuff and club stuff would be the same, which a lot of guys need because a lot of guys are behind. But I think college guys are so staggered talent wise that they, they make it so you can get the most out of what you need to do. It was a lot of individual focus, which I like. I probably did two or three individual uh, practices with just one coach or with a partner and one coach a week. And those are really where I got a lot of my technical stuff out because big group stuff is just, it's good, it's, it's needed. But I felt like with my style, a lot of my stuff's individualized. So I really needed that individual time. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that individual time. So just last year, my son uh, just finished his sophomore year. His freshman year was the first time he got – He we decided to finally do some individual lessons, and it was with Nick. And uh, this year he worked a little bit with Nick and Brody both, but it was, I think, super beneficial getting that one-on-one. -on -one. The uh, <clears throat> the club coaches, like, he goes and wrestles, you know, Air Jurgens we've got still in the Young Guns um, yep. club. Um, Coach Knight, Coach Trezino at uh, at Ben North High School, Evans. I mean, they're all good coaches, yeah, but it's sure. tough to get um, to necessarily get what you need specifically in a in a group setting. So yeah, that's where I think it's super valuable to look for a coach to do some one on ones. That that's helpful for sure. And that's kind of another difference in college. I mean, they say it's like inches and ounces in college. I mean, the the moves you need to work on in high school are kind of uh, less detailed than the stuff that the adjustments you're going to make in college and whatnot so yeah it kind of goes hand in hand sure sure so this is uh an, an uncharacteristic time of course we're in right now um but what can a wrestler do right now to get better um i think something i really like doing my freshman kind of my senior year in college because i'm sure some guys especially in elementary school middle school and high school don't enjoy reading so stuff I would encourage them to do is use YouTube because there's just so much content on there. I like, I really like watching interviews with like my favorite athletes or like my favorite, you know, famous people just kind of see their mindset and how they got to where they were. Um, that's 
something that they can do. And then obviously working out right now is kind of hard, but you can still do what you can do. I think anything is better than nothing at this point. So those stuff I would encourage people to do. Who's your best teammate in uh, high school and in college? And what made them uh, be a good teammate? Hmm, that's a tough question. I don't want to put anyone on the spot. But uh, guys I looked up to in college were for sure like the Dylan Peters, who was at my weight class before me. And I think that's really why I looked up to him, because I would go with him as much as I could w while I'm there. And he kind of showed me how to do stuff because coming in I weighed like 127 pounds like I never cut weight and he was cutting a lot of weight so I learned how to do that once I got bigger um I saw how consistent he was and how detail-oriented he was and then Josh Albert also was a really good friend of mine and probably one of the probably the best teammate I've had as far as advice being a leader uh leading by example but he was also verbal so that was important. And then Wags has been my teammate since elementary school, middle school, and high school, and now college. So uh, that's one that's really important to me as well. You've been on, you've been on very successful teams. Uh, Bettendorf, uh, I was looking it up to remind myself, I knew how good you guys were, but four, four team state titles and four runner-ups uh, as a team uh, between duels and traditional state. Just an amazing team. I was trying to figure out, and I and I, I kind of lost track to be honest with you. But I think something like ten or eleven state titles between between you and your teammates, individual state titles. I mean, I mean, yeah. you guys were just a bunch of bunch of hammers. Uh, what what I guess what's what made you guys so good? What was there a secret to that? You know, you guys working together so well. Um, I don't know if there was a secret to that other than our coaches, the coach Knight, Coach Evans, Coach Rizzino, they put put us through the rainer and it, it really brought the best out in us. Um, competing in the summer is important. Training in the summer was important. And the fact we were, the most of us were all pretty good friends, I think helped a lot. It made it a lot more fun, which uh, makes it a lot better as well because wrestling can be kind of a, hard grueling sport so having guys that make it fun and funny and enjoyable is probably the best parts of that i remember um when my son was young going down to uh summit training center uh in, in bettendorf and watching uh well before his practices a lot of times i'd see the high school group which would be like i see you uh jack wagner freddie stroker would be down there uh dayton racer Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure Paul, Paul Glenn, Jacob Woodard, Jackson Gallagher, I mean, just a bunch of, I mean, I think everyone I just named ended up, uh, spending time at a D1, D1 wrestling program. Uh, and one of the things I, I instilled, I'm trying and I'm hoping it's working, but I'm telling my son, he loves wrestling. I'm like, you need to get in. I'm like, watch these guys. From what I can tell as an outsider, they all get along really well. They're all friends. They're all hanging out. They're like-minded uh, yeah. individuals. I'm like, you need to hang out with a bunch of wrestlers, a bunch of kids with the same goals in mind. So that's what um, he's, he's hang, you know, he hangs out with at Bettendorf now, like Griffin Little, uh, Aiden Evans, Logan Adamson. Um, he's hanging out with uh, a bunch of kids who like to wrestle a lot, Dustin Boren. Um, I know I'm going to miss some kids, but uh, I think that um, watching you guys do that, I think has helped also the little kids now coming up and, and learning, I guess, um, how to be good teammates. So. Cool. For sure. I think it's important to keep guys that 
Russell around you because they're being taught the same things you are. They're like-minded individuals, like you said. And uh, I mean, when you're growing up, you want people that are going to push you and uh, like keep you on track, I guess. Mm -hmm. So So what, um, I've got a question about your plans now. You're going to graduate this year. Um, What are your plans for after graduation? Uh, I think I'm going to go into a sales job. All, uh, I mean, obviously all that's being kind of pushed back right now, the job process, kind of just being patient, trying to be aggressively patient, I call it, just waiting for uh, stuff to move through, I guess. Um, hopefully, once that goes through, I can uh, put myself in a coaching job. Um, I was planning on doing a lot of camps at a go this summer, but um, – not sure when we're going to be able to do those, but I know that once we will, we're going to have a bunch of kids wanting to wanting to get out and do that. Maybe even even more so now with uh, things being canceled and not being able to practice. Maybe it'll make them not take practices for granted. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, I am, so I'm sure they are too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I know I've got a couple of kids right here in my house that are dying to get on the mat for sure. Yeah. So I think. Uh, so, so you're thinking you're going to spend some time down at Agogi? That's a, that's in the future. I think that's the plan right now, for sure. Some camps and stuff, and then we'll see what Nick lets me do, and if that ends up working out, that'd be awesome. Very cool, very cool. I know I'm excited to 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 see you down there for sure. So, awesome. yeah, it'll be cool. All right, Jay. Now's uh, where we come up to the part where we got OT sudden death questions for you. So All right. Get some rapid fire items coming at you. Some weird questions and we'll see we'll see what you come up with off the cuff all right favorite wrestling movie uh i don't know many wrestling movies i mean obviously you got to go with probably vision quest is out of the gate is the one that comes to mind yeah it's a classic heck yeah yep. uh favorite food uh big steak guy whatever you can grill so Probably, probably just a nice steak. That's what I was craving after season for sure. <laughs> okay. I want uh, two answers out of this one. Favorite wrestling match of all time for you. And then favorite uh, match that you would love to sit back and just watch again. Um, one for me have to be a duel. Probably my redshirt freshman year when I wasn't starting. Um, Dylan got hurt and we were wrestling Mizzou who was the conference. I mean, they've won it like 10 times in a row conference champs or whatever. And we weren't supposed to win. They had a bunch of ranked guys and I ended up beating Barlow. Who's a quad city boy. Um, beat him when, after he majored me the year before or whatever. So that was cool. We beat that when we beat them. Uh, that was probably the, one of my favorite matches. I think any, any big win that I had in a duel is probably my favorite just watching the team's reaction and whatnot uh makes it a lot more fun and then and then what was the question favorite match of all time yes yeah, favorite match that you just love to sit back and watch again um something that was kind of cool when we were down at oklahoma state at stillwater they have the wrestling museum there uh we were watching they have all the ncaa matches you can or the finals matches you can look up and we looked up Doug's and that's something I never watched before that. So that was pretty cool watching that with the team and uh, kind of giving him crap and watching how uh, 
competitive he was and seeing him back in his NCAA mode was kind of cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, who is the greatest U.S. Olympic wrestler of all time? I mean, probably statistically the John Smith, but I'd have to go with Burroughs just because of how wrestling's developed and how much he's changed his style from when he won the his first Olympic title or world world title. I'd probably have to say Burroughs. Yeah. All right. I've always heard these stories of the longest go someone's ever had. So, what was the longest go uh, during practice you've ever had with someone? Who was it, and where was that? Hmm. I've had a lot of you and I where the coach kind of just puts 45 minutes on the clock and you take a break when you need it. Um, my probably my least favorite one was wrestling Doug actually, just cause <laughs> most guys you'll get to like that 15 minutes and be like, eh, let's, you know, let's get a drink, you know, let's take a break or whatever. And Doug doesn't want to drink. Doug doesn't want to break. So like, I, I'd probably say that cause he, he kind of, finesses you too he I think he lets me get a few takedowns at the beginning and get my confidence up and start working really hard and he's just kind of roping doping me and then he starts really laying it down on me about halfway through and f the first couple times the rest of them were my least probably my least favorite practices I've had I'd have to say and then uh wrestling Dylan Peters was supposed to be a really long go. We were supposed to, we were doing first to 50 points. I think I got 12 points. I don't know if I was supposed to count the times he cut me, but I did. And I, I added that towards my score, but uh, <laughs> it was about 50 to 12 or 15. And I think only one of those was a takedown. So it, that was a little faster than it was supposed to be, but those were some that come to mind for sure. Wow. Uh, what's your favorite wrestling style? Hmm, that's a that's a tough tough one. Uh, if I had to like pick one person's, uh, well, I was actually thinking just like folk style, freestyle. I don't oh. think it's gonna be Greco because I know you said you didn't do much. Oh Greco. yeah, definitely folk style because I can go on top there. I, the freestyle they they make you go up, which I'm not a fan of. Big fan of riding time and turning guys and trying to pin them, obviously. But, uh, yeah, for sure, folk style. If you be a superhero, who would it be? Mm. That's a tough one. Trying to, trying to think of superhero movies. I mean, I'm a big, big Iron Man fan. But that's probably okay. just Robert Downey Jr.'s acting in it. But – I'd probably have to go with Iron Man. He's pretty he's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, I, I'm sorry, Jay Zymet. I know you're a big superhero guy, so I just have to ask, who's who, which one would you be? I you know, I, I kind of go off the cuff here, and uh uh I'm a villain more of a guy. I like Thanos as, okay. as my bag or uh Deadpool. Okay. Actually, you know Deadpool actually I think I choose that one actually. Big Ryan Reynolds fan, and kind of like how he—he's pretty cool, but he's also funny. I kind of like that. I'm not—I think I'm changing mine to Deadpool too. I already have dibs on that. You can't take that from me. All right. Well, he's my—he's my number two. <laughs> okay. 
Nice. Hey, what's, uh, what's your favorite quote? Um, there's a quote outside of our locker room that uh, from people's insurance agency, they uh, sponsored our locker room or whatever. And it says uh, how you do anything or how you do everything is how you do anything. And I really like that. Uh, kind of taking that quote to heart a little bit, um, doing my schoolwork better, um, just trying to do whatever I do better, honestly. And uh, I really like that quote. It's simple, but effective. I like it. That's a really good one. All right. I'm going to throw another one in here. Favorite pinning combo? I mean, I mean, probably the cradle. That's uh, near side cradle is probably where I got my most pins. So big fan of that one. Nice. Uh, growing up, was it black and gold or cardinal and gold or purple and gold? Uh, we probably started off black and gold. I don't like to admit it, but for sure, probably started off black and gold going to meets and Carver and seeing the crowd. You kind of fell in love with that crowd and uh, the hype. Um, but then I liked, uh, I liked Iowa State for a little bit there too with uh, Troy Nickerson was the assistant there, and I really liked him. He uh, was recruiting me when he was still there, and uh, I really thought about going there, actually. But for my freshman year in uh, high school, I did a camp with Dan LeClaire, and and that's kind of when I really like to think about you and I and started watching them and then watched the Colognes and kind of just fell for the purple and gold there. Sure. West yeah. Gym, it's a cool place, for sure. Yeah, West Gym's awesome, for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a nice atmosphere. You pack that house and it's pretty loud. Yeah, some of my some of my probably my favorite matches have been in there. That watching Josh Albert get his senior win or um, Luhan or any of those any of my teammates get their senior wins was an awesome experience in West Gym for sure. Yeah. Hey, what was it like? Uh, just thinking about some of your teammates, uh, Drew Foster became obviously last year the UNI's first. Uh, champion NCAA champion in quite a while what was that yeah. I assume you, you were you were down there of course with them uh or yeah. not down there I guess so yeah but yeah I was roommates with them actually there um and you know we're looking at brackets or whatever and I'm looking at him like he's gonna make the finals uh, I mean he's gonna win and uh, you know you don't really you don't really think about it until he's in the finals and you're like holy crap he's in the finals and then we're all of us teammates are down in the tunnel and security is right there, and then the clock's running down. He gets that last takedown in the 30 seconds or whatever, and he wins, and we just run past security and run up, and we're hugging him and his family down there, and it was that it was an awesome experience. That's something I'll remember forever watching that and really gave us inspiration to see a guy that we're so close with and doing the things we do accomplish something like that. I mean, it says what we can – it, it showed us what we can do with what we have at you and I, and uh, really made you believe it even more. So. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you coming on with us, man. It's been a pleasure and uh, we look forward to uh, keeping up with you and uh, hopefully we'll see you down at Agogi uh, once this, uh, all this coronavirus and everything's finished up. Yeah. Hopefully it's all in quick and I can get down there, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on and, Hope some uh, wrestlers that are in quarantine and, you know, the younger younger guys, this gives them something to watch and pushes them to do something else like reading or watching YouTube videos or 
just anything to get them off the Xbox at this point, probably their parents want them to, to, to do at this point. But yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this podcast with your friends. Give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Twitter at QCA Wrestle. And keep an eye out for more QCA Wrestling content coming soon.